You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing how business systems in the dental practice can help us drive success and free us from the constraints of dental insurance. Our guest is Dr. Todd Snyder, a popular speaker on VivaLearning.com, a cosmetic dentist, author, international lecturer, researcher, and instructor at various teaching facilities. Dr. Snyder is a consultant for numerous dental manufacturing companies and has had the opportunity to research and recommend changes for many of the materials now being used in dentistry. You can reach Dr. Snyder at www.legion.dentist. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our sponsor, SciCan, a world-renowned company that provides a complete range of infection control solutions for dental practices. So if you're looking for equipment or products in the area of infection control, look no further than SciCan, known as the maker of the Statum Cassette Autoclave, the fastest cassette autoclave out there for sure. SciCan offers cutting-edge solutions for efficiently washing, disinfecting, and sterilizing dental instruments. A really phenomenal company great products. You'll see it at the dental shows or, or at showrooms and so forth. Super cutting edge stuff. They make any Stereocenter stand out. So we thank SICAN for their support for this podcast series with Dr. Snyder. So let's begin, Dr. Snyder, with a simple question. What is a business system in the world of a dentist? You know, I define systems when I'm talking to, to my colleagues as the things we put in place that we have to manage or oversee to make the business work. So in other words, your systems are your advertising systems, your employees, how they work, that's a system, you know, how they manage everything. You have your communication with patients, both you and your employees, that's a system. You have the way that you collect money or bill an insurance company, that's another system. And so you have these different business systems that I find that a lot of times dentists don't spend enough time on they spend more time quite regularly on learning another procedure or buying another piece of dental technology. It's typically on, let me learn how to deliver more of a product or, or a different product or a better product or more options throughout the office. And yet what we find oftentimes is that's not really changing the bottom line and making someone more successful. If anything, it's detracting from being more successful, I would say quite often, because you're trying to do too many things instead of just a couple things really well. You know, that's part of the reason we have specialists. We send out to the specialists so they can do the best job possible for certain procedures. But I know nowadays the insurance companies, reimbursements being what they are, a lot of times dentists want to try and keep things in-house to be more profitable. So, you know, to be more profitable, I think you could be profitable and yet do less if you have better systems aligned for everyone in the practice. So assuming everything's going fairly well for a practice, is it important for a doctor to regularly look introspectively at their internal systems to figure out, uh, are they humming along or do they need to tune up or, you know, do we need to revise things? Or is that something you do just when you're realizing that uh, you're running into some problems with your practice and things aren't going as well? So usually at some point we get comfortable in our life. Okay, we're not pushing as hard. We're not falling down and having to step back up again. We don't want to fail. And so to change a lot of systems and things in the office oftentimes is challenging for many of us in life. And so I would say, okay, first thing is recognize what you're making currently. And if you're comfortable with that, then that's fine. You know, you can live in that world. Me personally, I'm always trying to push for more. I want to do a 10, 20%, you know, increase in my production every year, which is a huge, you know, like, hurdle to try and get over. But if you don't put lofty goals in, in front of yourself, you can't achieve them. So 
if you're staying kind of consistent and just comfortable while the world potentially with inflation and everything else increasing, if you're just staying comfortable, you're not really growing. And so if you're not growing, you're potentially going backwards. And if you're not looking at the numbers closely, you may not realize you're going backwards. And so I would say, number one thing to look at is, okay, what is my production by procedure, procedure types? And how is my income changing over the years? They showed a 20-year retrospective in research that dentist incomes remained flat. And I was like, wow, over 20 years, if your income was flat, what does that say about you? You went backwards over 20 years. That's not good. But if you're not evaluating these things on a regular basis, you wouldn't know. So I would say you need to be evaluating this monthly, quarterly, you know, as, as well as every year, you know, not to say New Year's goals, but looking at the big picture of what am I going to change this year that's significant that I can then benchmark where I want to be in 12 months and how am I going to achieve that every quarter and every month coming backwards and getting the team involved by building systems. They understand what the goal is and how we're getting there and all the steps that are necessary to get to that achievement. And when you do this and you can put analytics to it and track tracking employees and accountability, you instantly start to see where people are not pulling their weight or where people are pulling their weight and how you can find advantages to get forward faster or where you're missing things and actually going slower. Lots of business that we don't talk about in dentistry. Yeah, that makes total sense. Now, when you're reviewing internally your own system, it's kind of like a writer reviewing their own book or article. It's nice to have an editor. Do you recommend bringing a third party in to take a look at this objectively? You know... That's a yes and no answer. It depends on who it is and, and what their belief and philosophies are. Uh, because I think like certain analysts have a different perspective than I do. And so I would say, well, if you're bringing in a typical analyst, you might not be getting where, <laughs> what I would tell you to be doing. So, um, so I, I, it's a hard answer, hard question to answer for me. Um, because I'm, I'm always pushing for really big goals that most people are going to say like, oh my gosh, how will you ever do that? That's not possible. And what happens is, is you play at a different level. You rise to the occasion if you're truly committed to wanting whatever it is that's that big goal. And so I try to challenge myself quarterly. What's the next big thing I'm going to try and pull off in 90 days? Now, how am I going to backtrack that over 90 days to figure out what do I have to do every day, like a domino effect, to get to that place in 90 days? Most people don't want to push themselves out of their comfort zone. But what's amazing is you can do it, and your brain literally expands that what used to seem as, oh, my gosh, no way – now it's like, oh, that's no problem. I already did something hard like that before. I can do that and way more. So that's what, the kind of mindset I want to create. Yeah, when you do your training programs on Legion.Dentist, you have these personal interactions with the dentists, right, virtually. Do they talk about their business systems with you, and then you help them decide whether or not they need a tune-up or a complete overhaul, or how, how does that work? So we dive in deep to everybody that comes in. And it's however much one is willing to share and be honest or truthful about. Because let's face it, we can all lie about numbers and everything. We can say everything's great in our world. We can say it's social media. Everything's perfect. Or we can be honest and say, you know what? I hate this one thing in my life. I want it gone. I'm unhappy with this employee. They've been there for 12 months and they're pissing me off. You know, whatever it is, if you share that, that becomes gold. Because every problem is a gift. If you see the problem and you recognize it, you get help, that becomes an opportunity to change and make things better. But if you don't recognize it or don't talk about it, don't share it, we can't help anyone change. And so, yeah, everyone has a different path. Everyone has different problems. And so we address each one of them. But I never tell anyone, you have to do this. It's really a, a bunch of questions that create their own answers and opportunities.
Yeah. So it's a little bit more complex than just saying, okay, I want to raise my revenue by 10% every year. Let's just raise our fees 10%. It's a little bit more complex than that, obviously. Yeah, because you could just raise fees, but if you didn't talk to the employees about how they're going to talk to the patients about why the raise is there and what the overhead is and all the other things, then it's not going to work as well. So again, you can say, yeah, let's do 10%, but now let's figure out every possible problem or hurdle that's going to arise, and let's figure out the answer now before it happens. So when it does, everyone's been trained to answer that question the right way so you can be successful versus just saying, let's do 10% and see what happens. And then you fail and you go, oh, it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because you didn't have a good plan. You didn't have a a proper goal with a, a plan backwards to reverse engineer the win. Right. It's that simple. Now, in your practice, though, based on me knowing you as a friend and so forth, I don't think your patients really look at the price when we're talking about fees. I think they want to go to Dr. Snyder and they want the services. They're very happy with the practice. I'm sure there's some unhappy patients. There's always some. But generally speaking, most of them are happy. You know, when they check out to pay the fee or they pay it before the service, however you do it, I'm not sure they're scrutinizing the price. Am I wrong? No, you're correct. Uh, it, what's interesting is if you create the benefit and the patient has the emotional desire, they want whatever it is. And half the time, more than half the time, they never even ask what the price is, right? And then obviously you have to provide a good service, good value that they recognize after the fact, not that they're questioning like, wait, hey, I got this bill, but it wasn't that good of an experience and the procedure final product wasn't that great. You have to obviously deliver. But it's amazing how often, if you're acting differently and talking differently, how a patient will move forward. And here's an example. I was treatment planning someone a couple months back, had a new um, dental assistant, and she was watching me talk to this patient and all the different aspects that we train on inside of Legion. I won't go into all of it, but basically was having a long communication with this patient. And I kept telling her, you know, certain numbers as I was going along. And one of them was 50,000. By the time I got done with this cosmetic consult, she was already, you know, in the mindset of saying, oh, I'm probably going to be spending $40,000, $50,000. And so when I turned her at the end and said, yeah, so, you know, the whole treatment's $50,000. And my employees look at me like, oh, there's no way he's charging fifty dollars for that. I wasn't charging fifty, but I had led the patient up to that saying I was charging them fifty, And then I leaned over and said, no, it's only $18,000. She's like, oh, my God, I'm in. This is easy. How many people are going to say $18,000 is easy? Right. So it was all in the psychology and the emotional buildup that she had and that it became easy for her. And so, again, based on how you talk to someone determines the benefits and outcomes you will receive. Same with your employees talking to them. So if the first thing you do is go up to every patient, and say, well, your insurance is only going to cover this. You just put a bunch of limitations in their mind. And now they're going to start picking your treatment plan apart like a menu at dinner, deciding what they want and what they don't want. You created your own problem by the way you talk to them. That's all part of case presentation and case acceptance. Exactly. I was wondering if a business system in itself can help a dentist free themselves from the constraints of insurance companies. Is, is that possible? Oh, definitely. You know, we see it time and time again inside of Legion, and there's plenty of dentists outside you know, that have done it as well, that have said, okay, you know, I, I've done insurance long enough. I'm frustrated with them reducing my fees every year. You know, I've got to put food on the table and pay bills, so I'm going to have to go out of network. And so what happened was the fire underneath that dentist was burning so badly, they had to finally jump versus most dentists just sit there and, and burn and go, okay, well, I just, I'll deal with it. And so it's really once you're frustrated and committed getting out, that's when you go, oh, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Because you weren't, you know, like wanting to remove the comfort and jump into fear of the unknown. And as soon as you learn that, it's like, wow, I wish I would have met Snyder many years ago, or I wish I would have done this many years ago. I could have been so much further forward in life and making more money and living more and having more freedom and time to do what I like to do in this world.
What about those dentists who are in an area where they're maybe a little newer to the community? They're practicing amongst other well-known dentists that are established, that have the lion's share of patients that have you know, no economic constraints. And uh, most of these kinds of patients are going to those practices. They're well-known, they're established, they have good reputations. Dentists in those circumstances feel maybe they have to be on these plans in order to survive, at least for the short term, until they can get critical mass to keep their lights on and run their practice. Well, I, I think we always create, again, excuses and fears and limitations and stories as to why we can't do well. And so we say, oh, well, there's other people in the city. There's too many people here already. There's, there's too many big names already here. There is no reason why you can't create a big name for yourself and, and create a world that people want to come into your world and give you money for your services. It's all in your marketing and how you perform. And so the sooner you know, that someone recognizes that their limitations is their, in their own mind, all of us, that once you overcome these, you know, these limitations of our mind, then it's amazing how literally just one little step forward you know, into a, an uncomfortable situation and you see a result. And then you go, okay, building on that, I got a little win. Let me do another step. And you go, wow, I got another win. And now your mindset is no longer this scarcity, you know, fear mode. You're now looking at like, oh, abundance and growth and possibilities. And so you're, you now have a different mindset, different psychology of, wow, I can do this. And building on that momentum, it's amazing how you can keep going forward and no longer be limiting yourself. To wrap up this podcast, Dr. Snyder, what is your biggest tip to dentists and their staff to become more successful, whether or not they are contracted with insurance companies or not? I think the number one thing for any business is the ability to communicate. Because let's face it, the biggest problems we have in life occur from a lack of communication, whether it's an argument with some other person, whether it's you know a, a disagreement over a bill or a procedure. It's because there wasn't enough communication that somehow someone misconstrued something. And so in our lives, we try to move so quickly nowadays that we lack the amount of communication. And so people have to assume things. And that's where I feel like if you spend just a little more time on everything, you'd be amazed at the benefits and lack of problems that arise because of having a better ability to communicate, but also communicate in a way that's effective to get people to come up with the conclusion that you want them to have by basically framing them as you're giving the communication. So they end up at exactly the, the place you want at the time that you want. That is a critical key in communication that most people don't understand or don't have the ability to, to utilize. Yeah, and that obviously does not only apply to dentistry, that's every business vertical that ever existed, what you just said. That is so critical in communicating with your customer and getting them to agree on something and getting them to be in a place where you want them to be so you can operate successfully is, is the goal of just about every business that exists. And that's through product branding and marketing and every other form of communication, including speaking to the patient like you explained here. Uh, great stuff again, Dr. Snyder. You never fail to amaze me with the things that you come up with. I guess you've been doing this a while and you've thought about it. It's not like you are new at the game. So those of you who are interested in Dr. Snyder's new podcast program, it's called Delusional. You can listen to it on uh, all the major podcast platforms. And then of course, he has an incredible training program where it's personalized, and that's at legion.dentist. And in closing, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Cycan, a world leader in infection control products and equipment. Thanks again, Dr. Snyder. I'm looking forward to you doing more stuff with us in 2022. Thank you, Phil. I look forward to it as well.